Hey guys, Thirteen Still Gaming here with yet another GXG micro episode. On today's episode, I want to talk about the Xbox Series X cross-gen approach. Uh, article written by Tech Radar is says it's robbing players of the next-gen thrill. Before I get to this article from Tech Radar. If you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, I do appreciate you if you share, like, and subscribe. And if you'd like to help this podcast out in any way, shape, or form, head on over to Anchor.fm. As little as 99 cents a month, you can help us out. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at 30 and Still Gaming. If you want to watch live streams, come over to Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. And if you want to check out our podcast, either these GXG micro episodes or our full-fledged podcast that we do on Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com, you can watch the past broadcasts. Also over at youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. And you could also listen to it right here on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or anger.fm. All right. So the Xbox Series X gameplay reveal was huge disappointment. Uh, we're uh, the mind blowing graphics, the huge steps in gaming experience, and we're also been waiting for. Where, where were all those teraflops being put to use? We've been waiting for this for a while and uh, finally has seen the next gen gameplay in both PlayStation and Xbox Series X. Because arguably one of the biggest moments of the console reveal road, the moment when you see just how much the games themselves, just not the hardware, have been able to advance. And we want to see something mind blowing. But we didn't get that at the Microsoft event. Instead, we got 13 game reveals of Xbox Series X optimized badges and also a lot of talk about the smart delivery. We don't want to be told what these games will look better. We want to see it. I personally, this is the article that's been written, uh, want a reason to upgrade, not to be uh, not to be stuck in a limbo between generations and next. All is focused on the cross-gen Microsoft is robbing us of the initial next thrill, next-gen thrill. Xbox Series X versus the PS5, what we know so far. Xbox Series X games, all games rumored to be confirmed for the next Xbox. The PlayStation 5 games, all games rumored to confirm for the PlayStation 5. All right, let's get... Let's get to this out of, out of the way first. Cross-gen games are good. They allow players to enjoy new games even if they can't, or whatever reason, upgrade to the next console. After all, Xbox Series X price is likely going to be expensive. However, in the lead-up to the next-gen console, I want a thrill. I want to see games running as their very best rather than being told they can. And the Xbox Series X gameplay didn't lean in on the next-gen gameplay. It didn't aim to stagger us with the power of Series X console. Instead, we were we were uh, plotted away with the trailer after trailer, which was uh, uh, were cut together in such a way that it really truly got to see any gameplay. Now, there was no very little X factor for the console with so many X's to its name. Instead, there was a lot of focus on the Xbox Series X innovative smart delivery feature. Smart delivery means that when you buy one version of the Xbox game, it supports smart delivery. You'll always have access to the best versions of the game, no matter which hardware you're playing on. So if you're buying Halo Infinite on Xbox One, then later play it on Xbox Series X, your one-time purchase gets you the versions of the game optimized for both Xbox consoles. Microsoft has confirmed to Smart Delivery all of the exclusive Xbox Game Studio titles, and CD Projekt Red has co committed to doing the same as Cyberpunk 2077. So really, if these games available concurrent consoles and the next-gen consoles, why would you want to upgrade? Especially as Microsoft has confirmed it won't have any true Xbox X-only exclusives for years to come. It feels a bit like a Microsoft has shot themselves in the foot and is taking away my desire to upgrade. Because what's the incentive? I haven't seen one yet. I've only been told about them. Okay, I hope that the Xbox Series X gameplay reveal would be the event that made me say, I need to get this console, but it wasn't. And I follow the dry of PS5 specs reveal. I'm starting to lose hope 
that the event will likely be will ever happen, especially as this was only the first Microsoft Xbox 2020 monthly streams. Microsoft missed a huge opportunity on May 7th, and hopefully it's something it, uh, it learns from the tackles the Xbox Game Studios focused stream in July, where we'll see like a Halo Infinite or Hellblade 2. But it's holding something a big back. Uh, that Strange's approach, why the hit of a game masses with knockout punches straight away. At this rate, they will always lose interest and you'll look at the competi uh, competition instead. Or more, or uh, pertainingly given a smart delivery system to consider uh, a few more years out of faithful old Xbox instead. Alright, so here's my thoughts on the article. I understand, who, who wrote this article? Let me see the actual person that wrote the article. Uh, Vic Hood by Vic Hood. I, I totally understand where they're coming from, right? When you look at a console and you want to see the next greatest thing, you want to know why you're buying it, right? When you buy a car, okay, you get in the car, you look at the interior, you look at the dashboard, you look at the gauges, you look at the stuff. You want to know what your money's going towards. Why am I getting a 2017 or 2019 or 2021 car? You want upgrades. You want to see the difference. When you buy a television, you want to see, does it have smart TV? Does it have better better um, uh, HDR? Does it have 4K? Does it have 8K? You want to see the difference. You don't want to hear that it has a difference. You want to actually see the actual difference. Well, the Xbox Series X, it looks cool, right? We don't know the actual thing. We've seen the ray tracing. We've seen Microsoft uh, with Minecraft, and we've also seen Gears of War, but we really haven't seen gameplay. Hopefully, what they, I, I agree with the article is they missed an opportunity on May 7th when they showed, or what should I say, didn't show gameplay running on this system. Now, everyone on a business side is waiting to not, they're holding their punches back because they're waiting for PlayStation to see what they're coming out with. And PlayStation's waiting for Xbox because PlayStation's sitting back going, well, Xbox is out there. Let's see what they show us first. And then we can put something together before it comes out, right? They're all waiting back and Xbox is like, well, we don't want to show too much. We want to see what PlayStation has. So there's that part of the aspect as well. As far as do I think it's a bad decision that they're holding games back? Well, we always know when a game system comes out, it's the initial games that release, right? Obviously, this didn't pertain to like the original Nintendo because it was brand new on the market. But once the second Nintendo came out, right, the N64 or the uh, Super NES, you wanted to see what games were coming out for the next console. With all additional consoles that have come out, you've always want to see what's the best, what's the what's the greatest next game that's coming out that's going to make me want to buy this system. And there usually isn't, right, when it when it launches. If you look at all the consoles in the past, even if Xbox 360, the Xbox One, what was the game? What was it called? Rome? Total War, whatever that what it was called, right? That Rome game, it looked beautiful. But at the same time, it was a shell of a game, right? It wasn't that good of a game, right? Madden football, when it goes from one one year to the next, there's not really a, a huge upgrade. It's just a graphical upgrade. You're like, oh my god, it's amazing. It looks it looks fantastic. It's the same old game. It's ported over. The, the first couple games are always ported over because it takes two to three years to make a game. Well, the developers that get these packages only get the console anywhere between 18 months and 24 months which would be two years. Well, it takes two to three years to make a good game. Well, if we approach a new company or a company that's established like EA, hey, we're coming out with a new console. What what do you guys have? Well, we can take our FIFA and Madden game and we can just port it over, right? And that 
is the smart part about the smart delivery, where if you are a consumer and you don't have, we don't know the price yet, but if you don't have $400 or $500, plus when you buy the game, it's like five, another 60, another $100 on top of it, right? If you don't have four or five, $600 to throw away at one game that comes out, then what's the point, right? You can't buy it. So what are you going to do? You're going to buy the old game on the old system, knowing that's more that's more strategic for the game developers. They're like, oh, well, the new the new system is coming out, and I can't afford the new system, but I can get the newest game. And then when I decide to to save up and get it, I can get the next game. Now, obviously, the Madden thing is only lasting, I think, until March. But with the smart delivery of the of the Xbox itself, Xbox, I don't think the article even touches this. Xbox is not in the market to sell consoles. They're in the market to sell Game Pass. Game Pass is the key. All the games that come on Game Pass are coming on to PC and are coming to Xbox and you can play across all platforms. We've talked about this multiple, multiple times on this podcast that Xbox Game Pass is the future of gaming. It's the one that's going to turn this industry upside down because of it's a it's a subscription service so if you do have the five hundred dollars to buy the new system great you can get the new system and you can get game pass if you have the old system great you can get game pass if you want to get it on pc and you don't want to buy a system great you can get game pass this is the main protagonist in this scenario all right so going forward is it bad that they didn't show any stuff? Yes, it is bad they didn't show gameplay at a gameplay trailer event. They have to show us gameplay. They have to show you what it is. All these games are coming out. There's always a weird uh, weird time in between the end of an old console and the beginning of a new console because they don't really come out with new games at the end life cycle of a console. And if they do, you're like, well, should I buy it there or should I wait to buy it for the new system, right? I've talked about this before, like Cyberpunk 2077 got pushed back. If it came out in April, like it was supposed to, you would have bought the game in April. You would have played it all the way up to the game because that type of game you want to you want to buy now. You don't want to wait, right? You would buy it now, but now it's going to September, right? And now you're like, okay, well, it comes out in September. And then two months later, the Xbox comes out. Do, do I want to buy it for the new Xbox? Well, they say it's not coming out for the new Xbox, but if you buy it now, there'll be a time limit, whatever it's supposed to come out, and then you can smart delivery on the next system. So it's it's sort of like a IOU, okay? I understand where they're coming from, but at the end of a life cycle, you're like, I don't really want to buy any games because they're not going to support these games anymore, especially nowadays in the, in the live service industry. The last system to this system, current-gen system, from the 360 and PlayStation 3 to the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, there wasn't really that live service games. There wasn't really multiplayer games as far as MMOs on console. Well, now there's tons of them. Right? There's tons of live service games. There's tons of MMO type games that are on the console. Well, here we are. We're coming across the thing. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to an ESO? Do I have to repurchase it? What's going to happen to uh, a Destiny, a Division, a Warframe? Can I just get it? Or do I have to buy that same game I've been playing for for seven years now on the next system and then continue buying it? Right? Is that additional $60 I have to throw out just to continue playing my game? These are all questions that we'll have to answer down the road. I do appreciate it. These are just my thoughts. Let me hear yours in the comment section down below. As always, if you're listening to on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Anchor.fm, please share and like and subscribe. And as always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next one.